Hey there, safety enthusiasts. This is Tim Ludwig from safetydoc.com. It's good to have you here. Welcome to Insights into Your Safety Culture podcast, which is simulcast as a blog on safetydoc.com. Join us on safety-doc.com for 30 years of research, stories, videos, books, and blogs, all to get your safety culture fix. Now let's get to it. Thanks for protecting me. Reinforcing mask use from behind the mask. Now, as many of us go back to work in the midst of a pandemic, we'll be in closer proximity to others than we have been in months. And man, I can't wait. I'm sure you can't either. We'll be closer to the companionship and the collegiality that, you know, we once took for granted. We'll be closer to the occupation that allows us to contribute to society, and and we'll be closer to a steady paycheck that's unfortunately been deprived of so many. We'll also be closer to the hidden virus that has traveled the whole world just to find the opportunity to attack our workplace. Now is the time to put all our behavioral skills to work. There are critical life-saving behaviors that we can all do to protect ourselves, like hand-washing, and to exponentially protect others. Indeed, putting on face masks keep infected people, many of whom are unaware and maybe even exhibit little symptoms, keep them from transmitting the virus to others. In real ways, we are protecting our colleagues at our workplaces by wearing masks. For this reason... Many companies out there are adding face masks to the list of required personal protective equipment, or PPE. <laughs> you know, perhaps we should have a new name for face masks. I think calling them community protective equipment, like CPE, would be much more appropriate. An important, impactful way to prevent the virus from rampaging through our workforce is to ensure the use of CPE. Now, Many life-critical behaviors, such as putting on fall protection harnesses and clipping in, have become the cardinal rules of the safety world. Many occupational justice programs require compliance to cardinal rules, where workers are going to find themselves coming into contact with discipline and possible removal from their job. You know, I've always argued that these were necessary, but not sufficient. Discipline works, but probably not. Now, it'll be very tempting to include face mask wearing as a cardinal rule. You know, I would probably agree with the inclusion of these CPE procedures in the near term because they'll save lives and, and keep our companies open. Now, we got to consider, as simple as putting on a face mask looks, wearing the mask comes with discomfort. I mean, you got to smell your own breath. <laughs> it, it comes with awkwardness. I mean, you're wearing a face mask and somebody looks at you and says, what, you don't trust me? And, you know, face masks are yet another item to keep up with in a busy work day. You know, we may even have to shape up the behaviors to begin with. We can't assume that people really know how to do something like putting on a face mask. Workers have to know what to do when, and how, so they're fluent enough to master the behavior every time. 
And we can't depend on the negative reinforcement associated with discipline. I mean, the reason people would wear a face mask is to avoid discipline. That wouldn't assure the CPE behavior when the supervisor is not watching. Therefore, mask use, it has to be positively reinforced, just like any other behavior that we want sustained when no one's watching. Enter the thanks conversation. Again, <laughs> that's T-H-A-N-K-S. In January 2020, my blog and podcast uh, published a, uh, a title called Thanks for the Feedback. And in this, I introduced the thanks conversation by telling a story of how my friend Sam verbally interacted with a group of electricians that were struggling to put on and properly, properly use fall protection. Thanks, T-H-A-N-K-S, is based on behavioral science and, and uses the practical utility of a simple conversation to reinforce difficult behaviors and shape them fluently over time. It can be done by peers in behavioral safety observations, by supervisors as they roam the floor, and even upward as you discuss the implication of leadership decisions with, with the big bosses. So to remind you, the thanks conversation is a bit of a script to follow when giving feedback. It's an interactive discussion that uses questioning as a very effective behavioral tool. It goes something like this. T. Ask them about the task that they're doing. H. Ask them about the hazards associated with the task. A. Ask what actions they're doing to keep themselves safe. N. Tell them you noticed their safe actions, but you also noticed some risk. K. Talk about how the risks concern you. And S. Solve the problem. You know, as I've shared this thanks conversation over about the last five years, I've gotten a ton of positive feedback on its effectiveness. So, um, uh, thanks for that? Sorry. This is Tim breaking into this podcast to tell you about my book, Dysfunctional Practices That Kill Your Safety Culture. A manager finds himself on top of a stepladder. A woman removes the guard to her machine. A worker is not wearing her safety glasses in the plant. A rustabout uses the wrong size clamp instead of retrieving the right tool. A supervisor teaches a new worker to take a shortcut. A mechanic climbs on top of an active machine to find the oil leak. What? Why do these folks do these things? Is it because they're stupid? We'll find out. Read or listen to the first chapter of Dysfunctional Practices on safetydoc.com. Dysfunctional Practices, available now on Amazon and lulu.com. And now, back to our podcast. So I got an email from a longtime colleague who mentioned that his plant was fully implementing masks for all employees. And he wanted to use positive reinforcement and maybe some peer pressure to make this happen. However, when mask wearing was voluntary for the workforce, they got very few users. Thus, you know, the discussion among his supervision and leaders was turning toward the use of discipline for noncompliance. 
You know, I understand the impulse to go directly to the nuclear option for something as important as this. But I also know that discipline is hard to apply consistently, and it only gets compliance when the discipliner is present. In contrast, a workforce who talks about and socially reinforces mask use will get much more compliance in the end. They also will begin to use their discretion and, and come up with other effective behaviors that will protect themselves in this virus beyond the use of CPEs. You know, culture is talking. The thanks conversation creates talking. And when your workforce is talking together around a shared objective, like managing this virus, they will use their discretion to come up with better and better ways to protect themselves and your business. So let's apply the thanks conversation to putting on masks. Here, I'll give you some instructions. Just follow me. And by the way, you can go to safety-doc.com and you can see these instructions written out. Feel free to print them off, hand them out, pretend they're yours. <laughs> Just make sure you send me stories of when it's successful. Okay, so then let's apply the thanks conversation sent to mask wearing. So T, task. Ask, what are we trying to do here in our workspace to keep ourselves healthy and secure during the COVID virus? They'll probably say, the person you're talking to will probably say something like, wear masks. Well, cool. <laughs> Bam. You got right to the point without dictating anything. So let's go to H, hazard. So your question here is, what can cause COVID infections here at work? You know, this provides a good chance to teach how infections are passed from one worker to another. And we can assess whether or not the worker we're talking to understands how infections are passed. And most likely, they'll come up with a couple of good ideas about how infections are passed that you maybe didn't even think about. Does T and H. Let's go to A. Action. So here you ask, what actions are you going to do to keep yourself and others healthy and secure here at work? You know, the, the response you'll probably get is wash hands or go directly home after work. I bet maybe they can't come up with a couple other great ideas that you can share with others. And when they say their ideas, you, you reinforce them for these actions, saying like, good job, everyone should do these. In notice. So at this point, you're going to give feedback and, and you ask permission. Can I tell you what I noticed? <laughs> they will probably already had mentioned that they weren't wearing a mask if they weren't wearing one. And you can say, yeah, you know, I noticed that you weren't wearing one. And I was kind of wondering why. And let them kind of tell you the, the struggle they have wearing it or to remember it or, or how it makes their breath smell. T-H-A-N-K. Concern. Tell them why you're concerned. Why you're concerned as a human, not, not as a boss or a, or a safety uh, manager. Use if-then statements. For example, you could say, 
If some of us work without masks, then infected folks who are not experiencing symptoms can infect others without knowing it. You can also say that you're concerned that they may get disciplined for non-compliance. Hint, hint. T-H-A-N-K-S. Now it's time to come up with a solution. Ask, what can we do to make it likely that everyone will wear masks, but still be comfortable working? And then have a conversation about it. Then share that solution across the plan. But of course, most importantly, reinforce mask use. When, when you see somebody with a mask on, yell their name, point at your mask, and send your thumb up in the air. This podcast is a production of safetydoc.com and is copyrighted by Timothy Ludwig, Ph.D., all rights reserved. For those small doses of inspiration, visit safetydoc.com. If you would like Dr. Ludwig to speak at your corporate or society safety function, simply use the contact link on safetydoc.com. Thanks for listening.